Welcome to the Accounting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell the story. G'day, Justin Hogg from RightSource here, talking today about uh, running an enterprise that has a social purpose, or even more so, starting an enterprise where you have a social purpose. So I've been talking to a number of people over the last few weeks, actually, in terms of they've got a social enterprise they want to do, and they want to, they want to start it, or well, they've started it, but they want to actually start it in terms of creating a company or a structure around that enterprise. And they, a lot of the commentary they get is that, well, because you're doing a social enterprise, you need to set up a not-for-profit. The two things don't necessarily mean the same thing. And so that's what I wanted to talk a little bit more about today is get sort of an understanding of what a not-for-profit is in terms of a structure. And in terms of if you are looking to set up an entity to do a social enterprise in, what you should be thinking about in terms of whether a not-for-profit structure suits you or not. The first thing with not-for-profit is what does that mean? Or what does not-for-profit actually mean? So not-for-profit means fundamentally that you're not you're a company that doesn't distribute earnings to the members or to the investors so in a normal company you have shareholders uh, and those shareholders normally get dividends or entitlements to the remainder of the assets but basically they get payments from the company based on the earnings that the company makes so a not-for-profit structure doesn't have that entitlement so you aren't able to pay shareholders a dividend in a not-for-profit so what that means then is because the profits can't go out to shareholders all the profits are contained within the company that means the profits has to go towards a social purpose because of that, and because you, your structure has a social purpose, you can then apply it to the tax office to say, well, because I've got a social purpose and I can't pay this out to shareholders, um, I don't have to pay, or you can allow me not to pay income tax. So the, that's the two things with not-for-profits. One, you're not distributing dividends, and two, you don't have to pay income tax on any profit you make. Now, very important in that statement, on any profit you make. So you can still make a profit in a not-for-profit structure. There's nothing that stops you making a profit. It's just that you don't pay income tax on it. So that's the first thing with a not-for-profit is if you don't use a not-for-profit structure, you're potentially going to have to pay income tax. So the question is from a social enterprise, is paying income tax on any profit you might make a bad thing? In my view, it isn't because income tax goes to the government and the government then uses that on society as a whole. Now, I'm not going to get into whether you believe the government uses the funds effectively or not, but effect, that's where a lot of funding for not-for-profits and for social enterprises come from are government grants. Those government grants come from people paying income tax. So as a social enterprise, having to pay income tax, assuming you make a profit, that's not a bad thing. The next thing to understand with not-for-profits is they're, compared to a, a sole trade or a, a startup company, is that there's a lot more compliance around it to maintain that not-for-profit status. So as a not-for-profit, you're required to have a board and you're required to, uh, to fill in more information to the ACNC in terms of maintaining that status. Now, that then creates a lot of overheads and a lot of extra work you need to do to get things up and running. There is value in these things too. So again, it's not necessarily that because they're there, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do a not-for-profit. The board structure is something very important to consider, especially if this is your social, if you have a really strong drive behind this purpose, to create a board that also has that strong drive can be quite a bit of effort, especially getting people on that board who are able to deliver value to your business. Because there's no point having a board if they're not actually able to contribute something valuable to your business. 
But in some situations where you have got a purpose, there'll be a number of constituents that really want to be involved, but they can't invest or they just want to give their time. And sometimes a board is a great way for them to do that. That's just something to consider in terms of setting up a board, whether it will add value to you, to your business or not. The other thing with the ACNC and the compliance that you are required to do around them, the governance, again, there's a lot of work there that would need to be set up. Again, it's not a bad thing, and if you've got the capacity or the skill set to be able to do that, it's actually something can definitely help your business, whether you're not-for-profit or not. Again, it's just something, is, it, is that something that's going to add value to your business now, or is that something you don't have capacity to do? Something to think about. And then the, the last thing in terms of that not-for-profit is it, it does take longer to set these things up. So because you need to go through a number of application processes to get registered as a not-for-profit and get the status, it can take a little bit more time and a little bit more pre-work before you actually get moving on the business itself. That's a lot of talking about what a not-for-profit and what it means when you, you're setting up a business. If you were to set something up as a company as opposed to a not-for-profit but as a, just a normal off-the-shelf company, um, that provides you a lot more flexibility as starting up the business. Um, whether you actually want to be not-for-profit or not, it allows you to make that decision later to an extent. Um, and that's the other thing I suppose that a lot of people think, so once I make this decision, that's it, we're done. So, well, not necessarily. You could still change your, your business either way. So you could set up a company and then if you decide that or well, actually would actually like to run this business as a not-for-profit not you can set up a not-for-profit do that properly close the company down and start doing it through a not-for-profit there are ways to do this so nothing set in stone quite often that company structure is allows you to get moving a lot quicker so depending on where you are and what what you're doing and, and how quickly you want to move that's another thing to consider so that I suppose in a very brief nutshell are the things that you should think about and consider when you're doing a, either wanting to do a not-for-profit or just do an ordinary company when you're setting up a social enterprise. So I thoroughly recommend if you are looking to set up a social enterprise that you talk to a professional that's out there, an accountant, um, to look at the options and understand how they impl impact the business that you're looking to set up and the social enterprise and the purpose that you're looking to drive and what might be the best way for you to, to forward that purpose further and get, just get a bit of understanding of how, how that might suit you best because they'll be able to give you some good advice and, and lead you in the right direction. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.